So on this little quick mini episode, it's not necessarily a true podcast and walks. It's more like podcast and get ready for the day, which is another habit stack. But um, it's pertaining to walking because today I'm getting ready to speak as a part of a panel discussion at the 2019 Oregon Trails Summit. So this is kind of a gathering of folks that um, work in our state park system, our local county and city parks and recreational departments, folks that are planning for the future of trail systems. And um, this year, along with some, some other years, they're focusing on equity. So they're focusing on equity and inclusion. And how do we get um, more people to access outdoor spaces? Uh, because we, I think this community and others knows uh, there's tremendous benefits to uh, accessing the outdoors and getting out on trails and connecting with nature, uh, shinrin yoku, the forest bathing. Um, so we we may recognize the the, the tremendous health benefits, um, but they're trying to include uh, an equity lens. So so myself, uh, kind of representing African American experience, inner city experience. Um, and what were some of the obstacles and barriers to me accessing the outdoors? You know, they, they, because of my personal health transformation and including hiking and walking, um, some of my colleagues had taken note and they were like, hey, Kenny would be a great person to speak on this topic. So we have myself, we have one of my coworkers who's, uh, you know, a mother and a family, a Latina in the community. And so what obstacles and barriers do we have here in Oregon to our uh, Latina, Latino populations accessing the outdoors? How do they access the outdoors currently and how can we improve? Uh, how can we improve and kind of be more inclusive of getting our folks um you know, the health benefits of accessing natural spaces. So then also included in this talk is somebody with lived experience who lives in a wheelchair. Um, Her experience or health journey um, transformed a number of years ago and due to unfortunate circumstances, um, her health declined to the point where she's now wheelchair bound. And so having her experience as a part of this panel to see, you know, how can we help include our folks with limited mobility? Um, How can we create and design spaces where they too can access the outdoors and what are some of the challenges and and how are people with limited mobility, you know, how is she accessing outdoor spaces now? And so um, it's kind of rounding out the discussion. Also a part of my work, um, working with the severe and persistent mentally ill population through our county health department, um, a part of my work has been recognizing the population I serve don't often get access and or don't utilize the access that we have to outdoor spaces. So a number of my clients, you know, it's kind of selfish, right? So I'm taking some of my clients who have these goals of um, improving their health. Um, I too, you know, am wanting to stay active. So we go for walks. We go for, for walks on some of our one-on-one appointments. And some of these folks have never been on a trail or never been hiking. So I just, you know, suggest, hey, do you want to do this since you have um, kind of my assistance? I'm familiar with some local trails and overwhelmingly folks are, are saying yes to this. So that's included in my kind of talking points is is the experience I've had working one-on-one with folks who would normally never access the outdoor spaces or our local trails because of different fears, whether it's uh, their mobility, whether it's um, you know, symptom management, being out in uh, unfamiliar territory while they're experiencing, you know, delusions, delusions or psychiatric uh, symptoms. 
um, some of the other barriers, just transportation, right? We take things for granted, like being able to hop on a bus or get in a car or walk or bike to a trail. Um, many of our folks affected by different conditions don't have that luxury. And so um, just representing that voice, bringing that voice to the table as well in terms of equity and inclusion and how do we, um, you know, what this community probably recognizes is the tremendous health benefits of being out in nature. Again, the Shinrin Yoku, um, forest bathing, all these, you know, connecting with, with Mother Earth um, and all the tremendous benefits that that can have to lowering stress levels and lowering cortisol and, um, you know, recognizing the interconnectedness of all of life. How do we translate that to populations that, um, you know, maybe there's great fear associated with venturing out, but how do we translate all that and increase the, the likelihood and the access to our natural spaces for folks with severe and persistent mental illness, for folks, people of color like myself and my coworker um, or my colleague? So um, I'm really excited about this panel discussion. I'm really excited that um, the folks through the state park system here are even taking an equity lens on this discussion because often it gets overlooked, you know, um, how many trails, how many how many um, hikes have you been on where there's actually like you know a separate or a inclusive path that could be used by somebody in a wheelchair it's very very rare in my experience here um, in some of our natural spaces here in Oregon so um, I'm super excited that they're taking this lens to this year's summit and having us speak as a part of this um, one thing that I would encourage everyone to do is you yourself use this you know use this talk for the next time you go out on a trail or access a natural space you go on a hike you climb a mountain you peak a hill you know for folks that aren't climbing up you know steep mountains or anything like that but when you get to that view that scenic spot where you're just taking that all in really think about and, and enjoy that from a place of gratitude because so many people don't have the the luxury don't have the ability to even get to that spot that scenic view so if I had one wish today, as I share this with you guys, it would be for everyone to hear this and then just use this as a moment of gratitude the next time you're out on a trail, the next time you're on a hike or a walk, um, whether it's in natural spaces or, or just even walking out of the house, you know, walking in your local neighborhood or on your property. Just use that as a moment of gratitude to recognize that, you know, not everybody is as fortunate as you are if you have the ability to get out and walk and if you have the ability to climb a hill. Or even if you're you know, sitting on the couch debating, getting up and being active, you know, the fact that you have that option is a blessing. It's, it's a, a moment to be thankful for. So I had that moment um, on a recent hike when I kind of crested this pretty, I don't know how many miles hike it was, but um, we got to the top of this um, scenic view out on the Oregon coast. And I just was thinking about the previous talk that I did with this panel. And I was like, man, you know, this, this gal in the wheelchair will never get this view, right? Like she will never be able to pack in and hike and climb. Um, maybe that, you know, that's very limited thinking, but very rarely, you know, it's very unlikely unless our current trail system changes or, um, you know, her mobility, which would be super expensive, you know, gives, get her some type of um, all-terrain off-road wheelchair system access. Um, but just the experience of putting one foot in front of the other, climbing this hill and getting to that beautiful view overlooking the, the Pacific Ocean, um, it's something that you know wasn't beyond me in that moment to just be grateful for because not everybody has that opportunity. So uh, that's my little podcast and walks episode for this morning. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your days and your evenings and 
Uh, Share this out if you think this will resonate with anybody. But uh, until then, be geniuses. Keep working on improving and unlocking your potential. And I'll talk with you later.